Hey everybody, welcome back to Grounded on this Monday, July 17th, 2023. Sitting across from me is my little Cuban buddy, Brandon, <laughs> and I am Craig. Welcome back to the state of Ohio. Hey, it's good to be here. Is it? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, somebody asked me Actually, about... you're not as dark as I thought you would be. No, no, not too bad. Somebody asked me yesterday about vacation, how it was. I'm like, oh, it was really good. I said, I leave tomorrow on another one. They were like, really? Where are you going? I'm like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But we all, that's what we believe. That's what I was going to ask you when right? you were out. When, what next, what's the next two Sundays you're out? <laughs> right? Dude, you're like, um, you're like uh, Diana okay. Ross. You're okay. all over the, you're jet setting all over the place. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Do we want to talk about it? We've no. both missed two Sundays so far this year. Yeah, well, and somebody else has. Mine are are are, are earned, but <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. You should hey, see his um, face. <laughs> hope everybody uh, will join us this week. We're gonna have record-setting crowds for everybody to see Craig lead worship. Oh yeah, you know they may show up for that, right? <laughs> At least bring he's not your, preaching. <laughs> BYOP, bring your own popcorn. Exactly. So, uh, anyway, um, you, uh, we did, we, you were already back. We already did it. I episode, was back last but, week. But yeah. welcome, um, welcome back for your first Sunday, um, yesterday back. So it was good. I think everybody was glad to see you. And yeah, it, it was, was funny good. because, and, and I know we thanked them last week. Thanked Jocelyn and Scott and Linda and, and Allison and, um, you know, Todd and Clint, just everybody, you know, Logan and Michelle here in the stream room and Leah and Kinley as well in the stream room while I was gone. But they're, you know, they're here um, on a regular basis. But just everybody stepping up and filling in. But um, Jocelyn came up to Allie and I on Monday night at VBS. And she gave Allie a huge hug and gave me a huge hug. And she was like, I'm so glad you guys are back. You can never leave again. It's like, well, that's not happening, but I'm glad we were right. missed. Exactly. Exactly. So, and they did a great job. I don't know yeah, what, they did. She, I don't know what she was doing yeah, they did. with that, but they did, they did very good. Um, yeah, it's amazing that, um, you know, VBS is over. Uh, we're halfway Ooh. through the month of July. Yeah. Um, VBS was, um, very success, successful. It was good. We had 120 some kids, uh, average at night. And yep. I heard, uh, 110 volunteers helped out at some point in time. Right. Prior, during, after carnival. And then, uh, we had, um, the kids gave over $400 to, is it the Ohio, awesome. Christian Ohio Christian Home? Christian Children's Home. Yes. Yeah. Open so that was really good. And then you, Won like an Emmy last week, I heard. Apparently, an Oscar, an Emmy, something. Corey and I did. That's what, that's what I heard. Maybe Some, we should have gave that out yesterday. Should have. We had that golden toenail that we had Gross. as a prop. We could have <laughs> accepted that, I guess. And that's what somebody was like, you know, Corey and I, both of us were talking about it. It's like, you know, we were glad that people enjoyed it, but what was so rewarding was that, you know, I, I feel like what we did was, honestly the most important part of bible school because it was we were teaching the lesson we were teaching the bible lesson and right. we were talking about daniel all week and um just some really good stuff we ought to do a, a sermon series on daniel you know what's funny you said that because that's actually been in the back of my mind and yeah. i i didn't know if i wanted to do that i just told you before we went on we were in the hallway that i'm not quite sure what i'm going right. to do starting off this fall but actually daniel has been in my uh on my scribble sheets um to do so i don't mm -hmm. know if i want to start off you know maybe do it in october when people are coming back because daniel is a um there's a lot in daniel there is a lot, a lot. in daniel and, and you know five like days yeah five days we covered you know as much as we could but it, it was really maybe I good get you and Corey to do something every week let's do it that'd be awesome that'd, that'd be great <laughs> but you know Corey and i talked and it's like you know we we just wanted to for the students to, you know, learn as much as they could yeah. and for it to be, you know, as well done yeah, as, yeah. as we could do it so that they could learn. And man, yeah. tell you what, those students were just, they were receptive, but they were also kind of like fired up. So I was Daniel and Corey was Ashpenaz. He was, you know, the king's assistant that, yeah. you know, was kind of over me. And like there were times when Ashpenaz. He's the king's assistant? Yes. So it's like Jafar. And, right, yeah, exactly. Like and so yeah. there were times when like he would say something like like one night he they took me and, and he handed me over to the guards to be thrown in the lion's den. And I turned around and I told the students, I'm like, hey, guys, remember what we talked about. Continue to pray. You know, never stop praying to God. <clears throat> Yesterday's sermon. Exactly. And, and Corey turns around and looks at him after I leave and he goes, he told you to keep praying? 
they're like, yeah, and we're going to too. And like this one girl was like shoving her finger in his face and like yelling at him. I'm like, yes. It'd be great if she just attacked him. I, I was pretty sure he was going to end up with two black eyes. But. So yeah, that's, uh, that, that's good stuff. And you know, the thing about that I, um, that I, I think I appreciated and, and I, I did, I was only at VBS one night last week because I had a ton of stuff I was doing other than what was going on here, but. Um, the thing I appreciate about VBS is the, is the truth of the story of Daniel. Correct. Because those are things that I think our young kids need to hear. Cause a lot of times, you know, if you look at like things that are taking place today in youth group or Sunday school classes or whatever, it's kind of like a lot of fluff that's going yeah, on. Yeah. And, um, I'm not going to mention any like curriculums or, or, or right now, but so I don't want to get into all that. But, um, but I, I do appreciate that to where you're actually centering in on mm-hmm. some hard facts of prayer and what Daniel went mm-hmm. through. And that's, that's what I appreciate about our Sunday morning yeah, children's it's, program. It's so, Lack of a better word, it is so hardline yep. Bible that our kids need because that's exactly. something that um, yep. if you look around um, our world, you're, you're planting uh, so many great seeds with mm-hmm. uh, just biblical truths. And I think you and I have had this conversation. I've had this conversation with numerous people that, you know, when I was growing up and uh, going to church, I went to Sunday school. Right. And we went to youth group. So Sunday school was where I learned a lot of foundational yep. Bible stories. Mm-hmm. You learned those things yep. in there. You learned about David. You learned about Noah. Mm-hmm. You learned about the creation. You learned about Adam and Eve. You learned about Joseph. You, so you, you start walking. You learned about Samson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You learned some foundational things and that was good stuff back then. In fact, I've actually looked for, some of the curriculum from the seventies because I wanted to get, I wanted to see what that right. was gauged like compared to, to now because some of that stuff is just really good. Right. I mean, right. it is written well. Um, yep. I mean, you have to adapt it for the culture to, for today, like, you know, Absolutely. some of the stuff, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I appreciate about that, that story of Daniel. And also, but it's so relevant too. Yeah, I mean, well, for more, today, yeah, just so relevant. And I don't know if it's my age or whatever, but it seems to me like the Bible seems more relevant to me than mm-hmm. it was Never twenty has, years yeah. ago. Yep. And just when Jesus talks about, and we're going to talk a little bit about that Sunday and the following week, um, just the birth pains yeah. and the things yep. that are to uh-huh. come. I mean, twenty five years ago, I read that and I was like, oh, that seems so far off. I read that now and I'm like, this is, We're this there. is soon. Yeah. This is soon. Yeah. And, um, and I hate to be hoodwinked by the culture and by, uh, by just things. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's one of the things that I'm, I, I, I'm pretty confident that I'm not being hoodwinked oh, any absolutely. longer. Absolutely. And, um, so I don't want our young kids to be hoodwinked. And that's the thing. I appreciate is so many, those stories. Yeah. There's so many people that are. And, and that's just, Satan is doing a great job of, you know, he's very cunning. The Bible's clear about that. And yes. so he's using the culture. He's using things that look pretty to he's deceive used, people. And he's using the church, too. Yeah, exactly. He's that using, is probably the biggest ugh. frustration that I have. I mean, he's using Christians, churches, you know, music. He's using Bible teachers. He's using ministers. He's using whatever. Uh, watered-down books. He's using all kinds yep. of stuff. And so when somebody listens to somebody or hears something or they read something, and then they read the Bible, and it goes kind of against what they're saying. Right. That's why people are like, oh, no, no, I don't want to I don't, I don't follow that. Right. So, I mean, but you look at somebody like Daniel, he wasn't giving up. Nope. Uh, it, it's very much, he had a, what would you call that? Um, like a, more of a, my mind just went by eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. He saw a bigger picture than getting down on, on his knees and worshiping some false God right. just to get him through the day. Cause I mean, am I wrong? He could have just gotten down mm-hmm. and he could have worshiped pretended just to get through the day. Yes. And I think that's what kind of go along to get along. Yeah. I, I think his commitment level was there and, yeah. and our commitment level sometimes is there until, you know, the fire gets hot, you know, for lack of better words. Well, that's true. And, and then it's like, oh, well, you know, we kind of give a little bit just right. to not be so uncomfortable. Exactly, exactly. So, so again, Vacation Bible School was great. Thank you guys for helping out. I know yeah. Sue Ellen, there was Linda, Noel, and a big another big thank you to Wyatt uh, Federer for all the hard oh, work. Man. I mean, weeks, weeks mm-hmm. and weeks. Um, he um, 
he did worked on that set. I think he starts tomorrow revamping our offices. I think he's, he's <laughs> Does he? gonna yeah just remodel our offices now. It's always fun to have conversations with Wyatt, right? Um, he was telling me uh, if you guys know Wyatt, you know that he, you know, he shaves his head and uh, looks really good. He's got a good head for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, told me he uses baby oil for that. So Wyatt's probably thinking, thank you for selling everybody right? that. But I could have swore he used Rainex. Yeah. <laughs> Gloss and glow. Right? <laughs> exactly. Gloss and glow. That's right. So but we are. He did a great job with that. Yeah, he did. So we're sitting here and we are drinking coffee from Amish country. Yes. Thank you, mom and dad, also known as Willie and Dolly. Loretta. Loretta. Oh, Dolly? Yeah, I think, she, didn't you did say she wanted to be it? called Dolly? Maybe. I can't remember. I can't remember. Like, I mean, I'm, I think Loretta's good. I mean, yeah. You know? I think they were both taller than she is. But anyways. Um, Extremely much. So. Right. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Um, that's where I get my height from. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but it's from the Baltic Coffee Company, and they were in Amish country last week. They actually um, – Allie and I are kid-free right now. See, that's wonderful, isn't it? A preamble of what's to come. Right? Oh, we got some years. But still – so they um, yeah, were in Amish country at the beginning of uh, last week, and then on Wednesday they came down, spent the night. Thursday morning they took all three kids and went to Virginia. And so they're um, in Virginia with mom and dad and spending time with their cousins. And Your kids having a good time? They're having a great time. We FaceTimed with them last night and, and talked with them this morning a little bit, and they're having a great – like they don't even like – they'll come in long enough to say hi to us, and then they're gone. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. So mom bought, they, mom and dad brought us this coffee from the Baltic Coffee Company. It's called Baltic Mornings. It's a breakfast blend. Mm-hmm. I made sure to brew it a little bit stronger mm-hmm. because I know that you like your coffee dark. I do. Very and, dark. And even as strong as I brewed it, it's, it's not bitter. No. It was good. It was really no, good. It's good. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it so good. thank you for that. Yeah, it's it's just got a very good coffee taste. It's just smooth, yeah. It's a smooth coffee mm-hmm. taste. There's not like a lot of, um, you know, like there's not – sometimes it tastes uh, like it's got a little acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no no acidity. Nutty. Yeah. No, it's just it's just straight out good coffee. Yep. Be very good with bacon and eggs. So Ooh, it sorry you didn't bring those in with you. I'm sorry too now. Yeah. Mm. Been making bacon on my Blackstone. Yes, that's the best place to make it. Well, actually, it is. I mean, and well, hamburgers are awesome on there. Mm-hmm. Like the best hamburgers I've ever had are on the Blackstone. Oh man, I don't know. We so I've been making hamburgers on my pit boss smoker. Yeah, well, and and I I bring them up low and slow, and so you smoke them, get that smoke flavor right. in them, and I make bigger patties. Like literally, like these are like half pound hamburgers. I made half pounders the other day on those. Yeah. Yeah. And so I bring them up and I put a thermometer in them and bring them up to like 140. I pull them off. I crank the temperature up in the pit boss. Are these hamburgers cooked or raw? They're cooked. Okay. And then I'm able to. So I know how you like your meat. And then I'm able to open raw. the grates. Okay. And I'm able to reverse sear them, get that char on them like you would on a, a charcoal grill. Yeah. Oh my. So good. So Ali, if you're listening, if you want to have a good hamburger, come over to my house and I'll cook you one on the black Dude. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I sent you a Snapchat the other night of those. Did you see the pretzel buns I made? I did. Those look really good. Yeah. How did you get your mouth on those? That's what I want to know. It was huge. Look at that. I, mean, I, I don't know. How, I don't know how you did it. I made it happen. Well, yeah, we had smoked baked beans, smoked mac and cheese. We had you. What, you take the screws out of your jaw. I do. <laughs> I do. That's what I had that that artificially done there a couple of years ago, so I could right. I could eat bigger things. You just it's like a cartoon. It's like it's right. Whoop. <laughs> Yes. So what well, you were right. You were yes, right. Yeah. Hamburgers on the Blackstone are, are very really good, too. good, and bacon is phenomenal. Yes. And, um, so um, what else is going on? I mean, we got. Go. Allie and I are going to the movies tonight. So we're getting a, a lot of stuff in that you know we normally wouldn't with we're the ready kids for here. Hollywood. Right? It's yeah. like you know we're, you know, I don't know. It's like we're newlyweds. But anyway, so we're going to the movies tonight, okay. and we're going to see Sound of Freedom. I've heard very good things. Sounds intense. It, it does sound intense. Sounds like a movie where I'd be ticked most of the time, and I'd eat like 19 boxes of popcorn. Just so. to keep from <laughs> yelling at the TV screen. Exactly. Yeah. Throwing something or whatever. So Yeah. I remember there was one night that I was watching. Oh, what, who was it? I was watching a video on somebody, and it was a Christian that they were kind of like just 
going and oh it was when dallas jenkins was trying to defend the pride flag stuff and everything and i was yelling at the tv and thankfully dallas jenkins oh, yeah, yeah yeah that guy oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah that guy my mind just went like I, yeah um but i was yelling at the tv and Allie was asleep like thankfully i didn't wake her up but like like top of my lungs yelling at like glad i didn't have any scoundrel yeah pretty much <laughs> um but anyways now i've heard really good things about this movie sound of freedom and, and it's just what they're trying to do is bring to light just the corruptness and the evil of child trafficking and, and sex trafficking and, and what's taking place in our world. and Which I think people would be shocked to know how deep and high it runs in this country. Oh, absolutely. Like how high it runs in our government and how, how and where it goes to from there. I, I, I truly honestly believe, mm-hmm. um, that is a big thing in our, in our, in our, in our country. And absolutely. I, hate I absolutely hate it. Well, and you can, you can see that it is bringing to light what's taking place because there's a lot of negative coming at it too. And, and it's like they're trying to, you know, they're trying to say that it's, it's a hate movie and all right. this stuff. And because they don't want exposed. No. You know, there are people in this country and high profile people. I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure of it mm-hmm. that if they were exposed, I think people would be shocked who all's involved. And so anytime Hollywood mm-hmm. or the government bashes something, you need to know that you, you're probably doing the right thing. If, Absolutely. If you go against them. So, so Disney initially owned the rights to this movie. Okay. Disney shocker would not put the movie out they wouldn't produce it well you know what happened a year and a half ago they uncovered a a, a trafficking ring inside of disney correct well for sure and and that got swept under the rug like real quick so obviously disney's not going to produce right. it so angel studios um bought the rights to okay. the movie took it to amazon amazon wouldn't produce it they wouldn't put it out and so they were able to, I don't know if they crowdfunded or however, but they were able to come up with the money to get it into theaters for a certain amount of time, just a certain select amount of theaters. Well, now it's it's everywhere. I mean, it's been such a great hit that it's like we're going to AMC Dublin to watch it. Wow. Well, that'll be up to let me know how it was. And, um, you know, it's just it's just a uh, – our culture is so demonic. They're so perverted. Yeah. They're so um, – I, I just can't imagine that this is some of the stuff that we have to deal with. And I heard that um, actually – uh, the state of Ohio, when it comes to the sex trafficking, is one of the it is one of the one of the biggest yeah. hubs for that. And actually, what I actually have heard is like it's Polaris. Yeah, down There's, that Columbus Polaris down in Columbus, area. the yeah. Polaris area is you wouldn't think that. Yeah, um, but um, you know it I, when I when I when I see what's taking place in our world and I hear of the mm-hmm. other things, it's like it's like the Matrix. If you've ever seen the Matrix, yep. mm-hmm. there. There's another world going exactly. on. And what really boggles my mind is that Christians can't see it. Right. They, or they refuse to see it because I think that's if the they thing. admit it, mm-hmm. then they know that they're going to have to change their lifestyle and they're going to have to do something about it. Right. So, um, yeah. but it's just easy to take the pill and uh-huh. swallow the Kool-Aid and roll, get it be like a drone and roll right, right on through it. Right. Exactly. And, um, so, and that's the, that gets back to Daniel. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. He didn't nope. swallow the pill. He didn't be like nope. a drone. He didn't put his head in the sand. You know what? He's, yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Oh, and you're going to kill me with lions? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And so I, th- I think, you know, with this, um, this and everything else that's going on, obviously there's more corruptness than that. But, oh, you know, yeah. There are so many children that are affected by this yeah. every year. And, and just as a father, like that infuriates me. Mm. Um, and so I think the first thing we need to do is pray. Oh, you know, yeah. pray that. Um, you know, I know Jim Caviezel, um, the guy that played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ, he was one of the guys that was really big into this and behind it and trying to get it out. And, um, you know, so I'm thankful that he was not, um, you know, defeated when it got shut down and that he continued to be persistent and, right. and got it out. But, you know, just pray that God will shine that light, that it will be exposed and that, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. his truth will shine through. Right. You know, I think that there can be a lot of good that, that will come from this and just oh, from yeah. people. Yeah, because I think people do. We you know, if it doesn't affect us personally, we just kind of turn a blind eye to it and we just kind of go throughout our day. And it's like, oh, well, that's, yeah, I've heard about that, but it's not that big of a deal. No, it's a huge deal. And, and I think the numbers would shock you. Right. If you really looked at, at how many lives this affected. And, right. And, and as a parent, you know, it was just, right. what if that was your kid? Oh, you know, oh. What if that was your kid? Oh, oh. I probably, I, I can see you turning into that too, but probably turn into, uh, um, Liam, what's Neeson, his, Liam Neeson yeah. from Taken? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I have a specific set of skills. Exactly, 100%. I will find you. Exactly. And I will kill you. And I will hunt you down. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> no doubt in my mind. Yeah. 
No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should watch that movie. Since the kids Maybe aren't you in the should. house. Yeah. It's a good movie to watch when the kids are You know, aren't and the, it, you know, I, I, I it, and he's like the perfect guy to play. Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like I'm a little jealous of that guy anyway, because he's like what, six, five, six, six, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, pretty leaned out. You know, he's older, but he still doesn't look as old as he looks. And you're right. just like, oh, well, uh, lucky stiff, you know, right. so. But exactly. Anyway, but. It was like, uh, was it Russell Crowe in Gladiator? One of them yeah. it was like, he was holding up that head that was cut off. He's like, is there no one else? <laughs> right. <laughs> Boy, we just went down the tube, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever either. But anyway, so back to prayer. <laughs> right. So thank you guys for hanging in there with us. <laughs> right. So, so that, that's, that's on the agenda. That's on tap for tonight. That's what's on, uh, that's what's going on in Brandon's life uh, right now. I may end up having to go to Costco while you go to the movies. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. Yeah. That's going to be a $200 drop. Right. It's like you always, you go into Costco for like two things and $250 yeah. later, yeah. you're like, Hey, I'm going to go buy a package of water. Okay. What is that going to cost about? Oh, eight bucks or something. And what did you end up spending? 280. I'm like, how'd that happen? Right. <laughs> well, you got to get those little thin pretzels. Have you ever had those things? I have. Those are awesome. Exactly. Uh, the rotisserie chicken, you know, you're five bucks for a rotisserie chicken. And don't forget, you, you can't I beat mean, that. You're going to have a hot dog there too, which is really good. Jordan loves their ice cream, and I don't mind buying it for her because it's way cheaper than Dairy Queen. Really? Yeah. So apparently yesterday was uh, National Ice Cream Day, so happy one day late National Ice Cream Day. Thank you. Um, we actually, uh, about 7.30, we hooked it up to get some ice cream. I'm not oh, a guy. I, I love ice cream, but it doesn't love me. So right. I ended up getting a malt, which I liked. Okay. And um, Anita got some kind of concrete mixer. From Culver's. Oh, okay. Like Reese's yeah, Cup. Yeah, no, I've or seen something. those. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a blizzard. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, but Culver's is good though. I yeah. like their, their custard. We went to Green Camp Dairy Bar and Allie and I split a large banana split. I saw the picture. Yeah. With I a, think she with, took more of it though. Really? We had chocolate, strawberry, and butter. No, caramel. Caramel. Yeah. Is that soft ice cream? It's, uh, yes. It's soft serve. It's good. I like that. It's very good. Yeah, I like that. So, so we had to celebrate. Jordan had been telling us for weeks that July sixteenth is National Ice Cream Day. Like that girl loves her ice cream. I'm like, baby, you cannot. You know, as you get older and your metabolism changes, you're gonna have to not eat so much ice cream. Mm-hmm. No, maybe. I mean, who knows? Maybe I mean, she may just keep that up for her whole life. Exactly. Um, what do you eat for dinner? Ice cream. <laughs> Hot dogs and ice cream. Ugh. Gross. Um, the um yesterday we had a good day. We had a very good day. We had uh, another baptism. Mm-hmm. And Julia Sovic, Sovic, yeah, was baptized. Her parents both got in with her. And it was awesome. Yeah, that was really I good. I love seeing that. I do too. I love it. I love it when the parents take an active role in baptizing their kids. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it seems to be the thing right now. Yeah, it does. And I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. And um so hey, it's like they're with them all the time. They're training them. Mm-hmm. Why not baptize them? And so. that's what I, I was talking with them and, and I said, I think that's great. You know, I said I can't even remember the guy's name that baptized me. I was thirteen. And it was just the minister that was at our church at the time. And honestly, I cannot remember his name. It may have been like Dave or something like that. But um you know, so I think it's great that, you know, these parents are baptizing oh, their yeah. kids because they are the ones, you know, at home that are pouring into their kids, mm-hmm, that are teaching mm-hmm, them. I know, mm-hmm. um, you know, David and Megan, they've walked through the book, you know, taking the plunge book with, with Julia. And yep. so they're the ones, you know, walking beside her in that journey. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And we had a good day um, other than that, too. A great worship and yep. um, big crowd. And we had the carnival yesterday and a lot of activity taking place. And um, yes, it was. I uh, walked out at the carnival and there it was warm. It was kind of muggy, you know, and there stood Brent rolling over the grill uh cooking hot dogs so nice. um yeah so young at heart took care of all the i think all the food and everything so that's great good for them so yeah a lot of people eating and hanging around and they had like hot dogs and I saw they um, had pulled, pulled pork, pork yeah and, yeah i saw Corey smith running through the hallway with pulled pork and i know uh, I don't, i'm like what are you doing bro meet my pulled pork right <laughs> he was smart he came inside where it was not blazing yeah he hot did yeah he did came so. into the air conditioner to eat yeah, so that that was good. So, yeah, so we had a great day yesterday, and um can't believe we're already, um, you know, three weeks down in the series. And, yep. Um, it's crazy how time goes. Yes. Yes, it is, because we've talked about it. In just a few weeks, we're going to be at the fair service. Yeah, I know. And then right after that, we're going to be singing Christmas songs, and it's going to be snowing, and then we get to listen to you complaining. 
That's coming around the corner, and it, it is right. It's knocking on the doorstep. I bit my tongue all the way up till Christmas weekend, and that did me in. Yeah, Christmas weekend was brutal last year. I was mad at Christmas weekend. I love snow. You know that. Minus nine was the high one day. But, you know, we had to cancel our services. Oh, that was so brutal. I was not happy about that. <laughs> I mean, we did get to leave for Virginia to see my parents a little earlier than we would have, but still. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. So uh, I'll take the warm right now. I had to. Uh, that was that was some nasty snow and drifts, too. Because yeah, it I was. Had, I brought the truck out. I had to come in here to do a couple things, change out the signs and stuff, saying that we weren't having service. And I'm thankful I brought my truck and not my car because I had to throw it in four-wheel drive just to get in the driveway here. Really? To, yeah, I had to put it in four-wheel drive to come over a bank of snow where they pushed it up over the... Oh, yeah, that's brutal. ...from the, the plows in the road. If somebody's just joining us right now and hits this right now, they're like, what are they talking about snow for? Snow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yesterday and... <laughs> But yeah, it was a good day yesterday, and we talked about prayer, and this is uh, the sermon series that we're in is called Sermon Grab Bag, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like you don't know what you're getting for the next uh, few weeks, so it could be really good, it could not be so good, it could right? be uh, something that convicts you, it could be something that encourages you, yeah. and so um, yesterday was prayer, and I just talked about all mm-hmm. things prayer, and um, and I just think it's important that we have a prayer life that means something, that mm-hmm. is genuine, that we're... Um, you know, approaching God in, in such a way that we understand who he is. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think sometimes our prayers are not that way. Right. And I, I know mine haven't always been. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's for, for me, I was convinced. And that's what Allie and I talked about on the way home. It's like, wow, that, that convicted me, you know, uh, because I, I feel that I'm not in a season right now where my prayer life is what it needs to be. Right. And, you know, I think if we're honest with ourselves, our prayer life is probably never what it should be. Exactly. But, you know, it's easy to, Again, well, I'll admit, out of, I'll admit I'm the same way. Yeah. There's, there's times and where I'm really good oh, at absolutely. it. And, you know, I'll get up to yesterday and talk about why you need to be doing it all day long. And, and I'm just as his fault as, as somebody mm-hmm. else where right. I haven't done it all day long and I did it once or I didn't do it at all. Right. And, um, in, so you really have to be intentional, um, allowing God to work in your life because God will work in that. God 100%. will work in your life. Yes. And, and I believe that the more that you read the Bible, and the more that you pray to God, here's how, here, when the Bible, the Bible says that, it says the Word of God is living and active, mm-hmm. meaning it, 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 it's always moving. Yes. So that's why, well, number one, you can read a passage of scripture today that you read a year ago, mm-hmm. and you're gonna take, it's, so it's God's gonna completely speak different, to you. yeah. But it also means that while you're praying and you're still reading your Bible and you're walking to God, what God will do through the scriptures that you have read mm-hmm. is that He will, talk to you through some right. where you're not even thinking about that but you might have read something a couple of days ago and all of a sudden God's going to remind you of that when you absolutely need it the most so when God's word says it, you know it's living and active mm-hmm. and sharper than any double-edged sword um, that's what that means correct and so you know there's a couple aspects of living and active yes um, it means that God's word is always going to speak to you no matter how many times that you that mm-hmm. you read it because I've read a passage of scripture before where I was very encouraged and then a year later I'll read it where I'm like I've been convicted because mm-hmm. Ooh, right. I'm not doing that now right. I wish I could get back to where I was and um and I think that's that's a testament of the fact that you know God's word never changes you know God never changes he's the same yesterday today and forever but right. you had changed so you oh, needed yeah. that conviction Exactly. And, and so I think that's a, a great reminder too of, you know, as we go through seasons of our life, the Bible is, is still true. It is, is going to be the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not yeah. going to change. So I, I, we kicked it off with just talking about, um, where Jesus is, uh, the disciples come to Jesus and, um, mm-hmm. they come to him and they've watched Jesus. And, and the thing I love about the Bible is that um, when it talks about Jesus spending time with God, it says, you know, he got off by himself he or off, he went right. to the mountain to pray or he he always got away. There, there's an example in Jesus' example of mm-hmm. how he <sighs> interacts with God. I like the one verse where it talks about how, you know, Jesus leaves his cell phone with Peter to go off into the mountains to pray. Like, isn't that one? That is one, yeah. Turns off the internet and uh, yeah. leaves. And I, but I think that's a great, you know, reminder, and we, we'll talk about this in a little bit too, but you talked about how, you know, when you read your Bible, open your Bible, like the actual Bible, yeah. because it's so easy, you know, and I've, I'm guilty, like speaking from experience, to be reading a, you know, a passage of scripture and I get a text message. It's like, well, I'll go ahead and answer that right now. Exactly. And before you know it, I'm playing 
royal match. <laughs> it's like I have a you friend know, of how mine. How did I get there? Yeah, I have a friend of mine, and um, he um, when he has time with God and and he does it every day. He's mm-hmm. very intentional about this. Where he will put his cell phone in a drawer, like, and walk away, right. or put it in his car, and um, he wants zero distractions, mm-hmm. and because um, he said that cell phone is a drainer, right? It will drain you. It will because you're even if you have it sitting beside you. And he said, "I'm reading my Bible," and like you said, you see a, a notification, you're going to look down, right? So you. You've just been interrupted. Exactly. He said, that's rude. That's, that's rude to do to God. He's yeah. the creator of this world. And you just interrupted your time with God to look at a text or to look at a notification. Mm-hmm. And he said, not worth it. Not worth it to do that. I so. agree with that. But anyway, the disciples come to Jesus and in Luke chapter 11, verse one. It says, once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. So, and I love the fact, and I didn't go into great detail on the Lord's prayer. Right. I really wanted to, but I had other things that I wanted to talk about that, that but I wanted the, the overall hoping that some people will go back and look at the entire Lord's prayer. Well, and if you get a chance, go back. Um, it's on our YouTube channel, find the pray like Jesus series. That would be January, uh, some January, right? I think of so. Like 2020 or 2019, 2019 or 20. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, well, first of all, I put a prayer pattern and, and it's the Lord's prayer that Jesus actually teaches us how to pray. And one of the things that I, <laughs> I said yesterday is that a lot of times we kind of get sideways when it comes to the Lord's prayer because we think the Lord's prayer is something people that we want to be quote. quote. Right. Um, and I've, I've had people here ask me, why don't we say the Lord's prayer? Well, I mean, it's, I'm not against saying the Lord's mm-hmm. Prayer, but I just don't think it's the best thing to do. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that's not what it was intended to be. God, right. Jesus is teaching you. He's breaking down the aspects the of The fundamentals, prayer. right, of prayer. This yeah. is how you're to pray. Because yes. he says, this is how you are mm-hmm. to pray. And so he breaks he breaks it down. And first of all, Jesus talks about, he, he talks about having reverence for God. Luke 11, verse 2, he said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Right. So what? I didn't really break it down a lot, but when you say that, what are you doing there? You're yeah. giving glory to God. You're giving you're glory to God. You're acknowledging God's holiness. You're you're giving. You know, you're you're coming with humbleness, with a respect. You you mentioned yesterday an awe and a reverence. Yeah. Um. And I think that's so important. And um. You know, I think that so often we jump into prayer, and it's like. Hey God, you know, today I just want you to be with blah, blah, blah. And we start into what we want. Exactly. You know, I think it's important to start with acknowledging God for who he is. I think personally it's important, at least for me, one of the things that I do, and I told our students this because we talked about being thankful, um, on Friday night at VBS. I try to, to start off with just giving God praise, telling him things for the day that I'm thankful of, you know, things that are ways that I've seen him move in my life that day or whatever. Do you know how hard that is though? It's, not easy. Have you you've been to prayer night here? Yeah, yeah. And yes. I'll say, just give me praises. And inevitably, if, somebody's some, like starting to request. Yeah. That's not a praise, right? What are you thankful for? What What do you want to give God thanks for tonight? We have. I think that we don't talk about that enough. That mm-hmm. we our mindset is not in that way to go. But I, right. I think once your mindset gets into that, and, and and I do the same thing. Absolutely. I think if I gripe or I complain, you know, even even about the weather or whatever, you? I yeah, I no. think it shows. A lack of, um, what do you call it? A lack of respect for reverence, God yeah. in reverence because my complaining tongue or my negative mm-hmm. attitude. And I hate that because I'm like that. The thing that I damn everybody else for, right, right. I'm like that too. So I don't, don't think I'm giving myself a free pass. For sure. I have to be intentional. Thank you, God, for the beautiful day. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for, like, um, I was, um, I was riding my bike the other mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And I was on the, um, Jim Simmons trail. I always say Gene Simmons trail. Gene Simmons. <laughs> but he had nothing to do with that. No. But, um, but and I was pedal and pet. Oh, that's exactly. Yeah. That so I am on Richard the trail. Simmons, never mind. <laughs> and I come around the corner and guess what's standing in the pathway? A deer. Baby. Yeah. I've seen him down there. Bambi. We were walking. Yeah. Like spots. Yeah. And for me to maybe. The door, which oh, wow. is what do you call that is? 20 feet? Maybe. Maybe less? That's, 15 feet? That's five yards, yeah. 15 Him and I, feet. I, I, I literally stopped my bike. He's on the path. 
and he's looking at me and I hear something off into the trees. It's like, ur, ur. and I'm like, what the heck is that? It was the mom. It was the mom. She was talking to So the to mom him. comes out, literally puts her head on his butt and shoves him off to the other side. And I go on. Well, as I was writing, I thought, you know, I was like, God, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I Thank you for allowing me to see that. Number one, the deer. I mean, how often do you get to see Bambi? Right. Honestly, this was Bambi. Right. And then a mom taking care of her baby. Absolutely. It's um, it's just something that, you know, it's God created. Yes. And she was concerned about him. And um, she made quite a bit of ruckus mm-hmm. getting him off. And she wasn't happy. Oh, no. She was when she was pushing him. Mm-hmm. She was making a lot of noise. Yep. And. He's like a kid, you know? right? He just—he's like but that's a great thing. Like, what, and that's, what are you doing, mom? Yeah, that's how God created them. She was teaching him exactly, you know, and, and they know. So, um, but yeah, so you know, it's just like being thankful for things like that. And uh, I and I told Anita, I was like, you know, and that was the day um, as I was dry, uh, riding back. You can't see the eagle's nest anymore because it's all blended right, in from right. the thing. But I did see an eagle. Awesome. He did two loops around and then flew into where the, tree, the nest yeah. is, and so. Um, it was just one of those things where it was just like God at work. And I was like, that's very thankful. I was very thankful for that. And, and so often, you know, I think that we're kind of getting off here because we're, we're not talking about prayer, but being thankful. And well, we were talking about we giving. Are. You got to have a reverence and an all fruit. But we miss about. those yeah. moments because we just blaze through life. Exactly. And we don't take time to pay attention to the things that are around us and to, exactly. to look at the sunset or the sunrise or to see the animals or, or whatever it is or to appreciate, you know, someone being, you know, for example, I ran this morning and I ran in Richwood and I started on the, the trail around the park, but then I hit the main roads and went around the schools and down around the front of the high school. And so I got into town and, and you know, as you get into town, you're passing more and more people. Um, about 99% of the people are super respectful and they get over like way, way over. Um, and, and so for me, like I'm thankful for that. Like I wave at everybody that gets over and just thank them because they could stay on their side of the road and make me kind of get over a little bit more and push me to the very So edge. you're that guy. I'm that guy. No, I mean, I stay on the edge anyways, but they're just, they're being respectful. So for me, that's the thing that is like, man, God, thank you so much mm-hmm. that people, people still have some decency because so often we see the negative in people. Right, right, we right. see, you know, how they can't drive and how rude people are. But, you know, for me, when I'm running, I see, you know, people actually having respect for me, right. you know, and kind of sharing that space. And they're like, well, I'm bigger. I'll get over and let him Right, run. right, right, right. You know, and it helps that I wear my, my bright yellow shorts and shoes, but. Tights? I, no, not today. Mm. Sorry to disappoint you. I'm not actually. But you said you said something a few minutes ago. <laughs> That's something ago. I'm thankful for that you're not wearing there you, tights exactly. Today, yes. <laughs> uh, you said something a few minutes ago, and you said you know for you you have to be intentional. Um, you know, when you're praying to be intentional, to, to give God praise at the beginning. And that's exactly what Jesus was doing here. When his disciples came to him, they were like, teach us how to pray. He was intentional exactly. about this model exactly. uh, of, of giving him this mo- giving them this model on how to pray. You know, he wasn't saying, okay, this is the words that you need to use every time you pray, you know, our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come. So basically Jesus could have said, you need to start out by glorifying God. Exactly. And then the next thing he is kind of a spirit of submission where Luke 11 two was your kingdom come, yep. your will be done. So that is admitting I'm out of the picture, God, of if I'm a follower of you, whatever you want yep. for me today to do for you, even if I don't like it, if I don't understand it, even yep. I don't even I'm not want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And that's the thing. These weren't words. I mean, Jesus wasn't saying, hey, these are good for you, but not for me, because Jesus um, says the exact same words in the garden as he's praying. He's like, hey, I don't want to do this, but not my will, your will be done. Exactly. Um, Luke 11, 3 and 4, give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we also forgive everyone who sins against us and lead us not into temptation. And the the thing with that verse is I look at that and it's a very um, unselfish yeah, there's verse. a lot in in those two verses. Right oh my, there too. that, that like, could be like three weeks right there. Exactly. Like, give us to each day our daily bread. You know, so often we want to go to God and just ask these audacious requests. But what we need to ask God is, and what this is, Jesus is telling his disciples right here is saying, God, give me the things that I need for today. You know how hard my that daily is. Daily bread. It's not the things I want. It's hard. That, yeah, I talked to somebody a couple weeks ago, and um, they were 
you know, freaking out about something that's going to come down the road. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how something was going to happen a month from now. I'm like, have you ever thought about taking one day at a time? Right. They looked at me like I had 19 heads and I just swore at them. And they were like, I, I, I can't do that. I'm like, well, that's, mm-hmm. it's biblical. Right. Um, can you pray for your needs for this day? Yeah, but I'm worried about, that's the problem. You're worried about tomorrow. I mean, even God, even Jesus says, why worried about tomorrow? Tomorrow will take tomorrow care has of enough, itself. Today have a, has exactly. enough worries of its own. And there's a, there's, there's a biblical principle in that. Here's the problem is we are so deeply over selfish yeah, selfish <laughs> and over um maxed out yeah. that we feel like that some of the things that are needs are not needs and right, i was right. watching last night on television there's a guy that I can't remember the name of the channel it's on youtube it's like the history channel or something like that where he does colorization of black and white um pictures hmm. Awesome. That's cool. He does a great job at them because sometimes the colors aren't great, but these are great. These are right, great colors. Right. But he did the um, Great Depression, mm. and they were colorized, which there's a difference looking at those things in black and white and color. Right. And the faces on the people and all that. But one of the things that I realized is that as I was watching that, there there was a mother sitting out in front of a – are you ready for this? A cardboard box house Mm. cardboard box house with some kind of tent material over top of it on poles and she's in front of a fire her kids have bowls and they're out there eating and um and i'm thinking man people wouldn't be able to do that today they they i don't know if we would be able to do that even if we had to Right. Because we are so maxed out or we think we so deserve something, but they're literally, where's that meal coming from? And right. we're sitting outside, we're living in a car, literally living in a mm. cardboard box. And it, it really got me thinking about, um, you know, my own self, what I, what are my needs and what are my wants? Right. And so I, I, I asked a question yesterday. Are you a selfish or an unselfish prayer? Mm. And I said, I think, if we admit it, we're a little bit of both. For sure. But I think we're more unselfish than we are, uh, or unselfish, or selfish, selfish than we than are we unselfish. unselfish yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's important to gauge that, to, right. to admit where, where are we at on that, on right. that, on that spectrum. Yeah, I love the, the passage, the verse that you used with Simon Peter, Luke 5 8 says, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees, and it, uh, this is right after they caught the big catch, right? Yeah. And he kind of realized who Jesus yeah. was. It says, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I am such a sinful man. Yeah. And I and, and the whole thing about this was is that when you're coming into the presence of God and becoming the yes. presence of Jesus Christ, you realize who you are. Exactly. You realize that you're absolutely nothing compared to an absolutely um, perfect God, and, and and God will change you. Because um, before I read that, I I said, you know, if you if you go back to look at Isaiah, mm-hmm. uh, the prophet, when he actually went into the temple, I mean, he said, I'm a man of unclean lips. Right. And right. The apostle Paul says, I'm the chief of all sinners. Exactly. When you're in the presence of God Almighty, you realize who you. are. Are, how broken you are and, and so yeah. at this point how can you be selfish mm-hmm. because your only hope is in jesus christ as um as your savior yeah um i brought up number two a prayer parable yeah this is a great parable it really is and i and i love it yeah jesus um tells this in luke 11 5 through 7 and, and pretty much um he's talking about you know you're in bed, your family's in bed, it's midnight, and this guy comes, you know, it's a neighbor, he knocks on your door, and he's like, hey, give me some food, I got some people over here, I need to, and, and you're like, just go away, we're in bed already, and says, the, then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story, suppose you want, went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread, you say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit, it's midnight by the way, and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me, the door is locked for the night, and my family and I are all in bed, I can't help you. It's like, what do you do? Exactly. And so Jesus continues, he said, so I tell you in verse 9, so I tell you, keep on asking, 
and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Okay, I, have a, I have a question about this. Yes. This parable. Is this a parable or an actual story? I don't know. And the reason I say this is I never thought of this on my own. But you know where I got this this question from? Got it from John Piper. Because mm. he was talking to somebody. He has like this podcast thing. Yep. And I was listening to it a couple of weeks ago. Desiring God. Yeah. And he yep. was talking about this. And he asked the person, Is somebody asked him, asked John, is this a parable or a uh, true story? Yeah. And John Piper, there was a, a like a legitimate pause. And he went, why would you ask that? And the person said, because Jesus is so specific on the three loaves of bread, why not just a loaf of bread? Right. Where did three come from? He said that almost seems like that this is an actual, that this actually happened. Right. Which I thought that was kind of, uh, yeah. you know, this is what happens when I guess when theologians get together. I guess. They're they, trying to break it down. Exactly. Like, like I don't need my mind to hurt anymore. Right. And then John Piper goes off into this big long explanation and totally I got lost. Right. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, I felt like a, like a kindergartner. Right. And, said, and, and I'm like, finally I was like, John, I'm totally lost, bro. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jesus continues in verse 11. He says, You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And I love this parable for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, it's just a great parable or a great story, but I don't know if it's whatever it is. Yeah. So I love this because he is telling you, you know, you know, keep seeking, keep knocking and keep asking. Right. There's, there's, there's a reason for that. And we, and I broke that down hopefully at the end, but it also tells us as you are praying, how much God loves you. Exactly. And I love that mm-hmm. about this because that's, uh, he explains that here in the evening, like uh, at the end, because, you know, if you guys who don't know God know how to treat your family, know how to give right. good gifts and love right. your people, how about the guy who created you, who absolutely loves you, loves yeah. you who's going to give you what you need? Exactly. So. And, and that's, that's the kicker right there. And that's kind of what I wanted to touch on with this whole section. I think some people read that and they're like, oh, well, so if I just continue to ask God for what I want, eventually he's going to give it to me. Right. That's not what this is saying. No, no, no. This is saying if it's in God's will, right. if you're kingdom focused, if it is something you need, you know, God will provide for you. Now, remember also, and you talked about this later, but God providing for you may not be the way that you expect him to provide. Exactly. It may not be what you want. Exactly. But it, it's going to be what you need. And so continue to to be persistent. But understand that you need to, again, pray that prayer of your will be done. Right, right. So and that brings us to the third thing, which was prayer lessons. Mm-hmm. And the first one was prayer needs to be persistent. Exactly. And I think sometimes we pray and we're not persistent. We just kind of give up. With right. We, we'll we pray a couple to... of days. We're like, oh, God's not even listening yeah. to me. So I'm not. I'll, I'll handle it on my own. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing of Satan there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just want it to be like, you know what Vadi Bauckham said about Aladdin's genie lamp. I love him. He says, our prayers aren't like an Aladdin's lamp you, that you rub, and a genie pops out of it and gives you three wishes. Prayer is not for the enhancement of our personal comforts. It's for the advancement of the kingdom of God. That's huge. Prayer is not for the enhancement of our personal comforts. It's for the advancement of the kingdom of God. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you that right there, um, biblically, philosophy and everything, that's 100% correct. Exactly. And that is hard. It is very hard. That is hard. Mm-hmm. Because, because again, it, it takes a focus off of me exactly. and, and puts it on what is God's will. What does God want? I think the more that you are persistent in your prayer life, I think it helps build your priorities. And God's going to show you your priorities. Mm -hmm. God's teaching you. God's teaching you as you're praying. It's kind of like what I talked about earlier. If you're reading God's word, you're spending time with God, and you're praying, and your prayer might not be answered the way that you think Mm -hmm. it's going to be answered, but God is showing you something, and he's lining up your priorities. And as you get your priorities in line with God, guess what happens? Your desire. Desires start to line up with God desires, which goes back to what Vadi says. It's the advancement of the kingdom exactly. of God. So that's why that's so utterly important mm-hmm. that, that, that we do that. So, yeah. um, the second thing was pray bold prayers. Mm-hmm. This was good. 
And I don't think we pray both pairs. Oh, absolutely. I think we're I think we're weenies when we, it comes. We to pray prayer. what makes us comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the part of the parable, Luke eleven eight. Though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your. And I love this shameless, shameless persistence. persistence. Meaning you're not giving right. up. It's bold. It is bold to go next door and bum three loaves of bread off of somebody who's already in it. Here's the thing about this. And that, and I didn't break this down yesterday because time, we just don't have time to break all this down. Right. But you have to, you have to remember the setting of the day. Mm-hmm. You got to remember the culture of the day because when you go to this man's house, what you're pretty much going to is one room. Right. Everybody's, right. everybody's in one room. So he could have small kids. He could mm-hmm. have five kids. He could have 10 kids, but you getting him up in the middle of the night is going to wake the entire yeah. family up. So it is a major inconvenience yep. for this guy. So, uh, but anyway, shameless persistence in, um, yeah, you asked a question. When was the last time you prayed a bold prayer that seemed crazy? That's a good question. I mean, I'm not sure when the last time I was, I think I said yesterday, God, we want to go 500 people this year. Mm-hmm. And I said, some of you sitting here today are thinking there's no, there's that no happen. way that can happen. Yeah. But there is a way that mm-hmm. can happen. And I disagree with them. It can't happen. Yep. If we are praying for the advancement of the kingdom of God, he'll do whatever God can do. And so that's why I read Ephesians 3.20. Now, him too is able to do amazingly more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, is that everybody at some time puts God in a box. Right. You limit God. You limit his power because you can only – this is this is the greatest ploy of Satan. Exactly. He allows you to be he allows you to supersede the authority of God and put all your trust in you mm-hmm. that you're going to provide better than God. Instead of praying God what if every person who came to this church said God whatever you want mm-hmm. do it. I'm going to be open and I'll do whatever you want even if I don't understand it. I wonder what would happen here. Mm-hmm. But we don't pray like that. Right. Guaranteed people are praying against what God wants to do. Right. Because they want their needs and, and their desires, uh, to be met. And, yeah. um, but I don't think we're scratching the surface. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think that's why we, we need to pray big, bold prayers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think sometimes why Christians don't pray big, bold prayers is they're afraid that they'll have to change. Right. They're way too comfortable in who they are. Right. Because if, 500 people showed up here next year. I legitimately, 500 new people came here. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The older crowd is now the minority, and I think that would really play with some people's minds. Yep. They wouldn't have the final say on everything. And right. that's, it's kind of like their power trip is over. Right. So I, uh, I think that they're, just their tradition and their comfortability yeah. allows them not to pray like that. Mm-hmm. So, Again, if that's you, you're not, we're not on the same team because right. all I want people is to come to Jesus Christ. I don't care about your traditions. Yeah. I don't care. I really don't yeah. care. It's about the kingdom. It's about the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's about the next person finding Christ. It's about the next marriage being fixed. It's about the next person getting off an addiction. It's about the mm-hmm. next person literally get putting all their worries and their anxieties over to God. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is for me. Yeah. Nothing else. So um, pray bold prayer. So it, it's it's crazy when you start yeah. doing that. Jesus in James 4 verse 2 says, you do not have because you do not ask God. Boom. Boom. And then the fourth thing is a prayer um, promise. And um, I think people, I think if you've prayed a lot in your life and you've been a Christian for probably more than a couple of months, you've come to the conclusion that, you know, hey, I've prayed for things, but my prayer wasn't answered. Right. Mine too. Yeah. Exactly. And I went through several things yesterday of, you know, things that I have prayed for or they haven't been answered yet. And I think we've all been there. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, another, another, even in Bibles, I mean, Bible times, uh, Abraham played, prayed that Sodom and Gomorrah wouldn't be destroyed. They were, they were destroyed. Moses asked God to allow him to go to the promised land. He wasn't able yep. to go to the promised land. Uh, King David prayed for his baby not to die. The baby died. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul prayed that his thorn in the flesh would be taken away. It was not it taken away. Yep. Jesus Christ prayed in that the, the garden cup would pass from him. And it wasn't taken away. Mm-mm. So it's not true that you get what you ask for. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, you, you just like, 
five things why God doesn't answer prayer. The truth is, is that you may feel that God hasn't answered that prayer. The truth is, is that God has answered the prayer. Exactly. Because sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is maybe. Sometimes the answer is wait. Yeah, and then if you're Wayne Smith. And Wayne Smith said, like, you got to be kidding you me. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> is that funny? Are you really serious? That's a good one, isn't it? That's very good. <laughs> but I'm sure that for like even for me, there have been times where God's yeah. like, Brandon, really? Yeah. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. So, yeah, you brought the five things uh, that why God doesn't answer prayer. The first one is you ask for the wrong thing. First uh, John five fourteen. This is the confidence that we have in approaching God that if we ask for any, if we ask anything according to what His, His will. will, He hears us. If it goes against God's will, it's yeah, not exactly it's not going to happen. So sometimes we pray against God's will. Yeah, exactly. Number two, we ask with the wrong motive. Mm-hmm. James four verse three says, "When you ask." You do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Then you may spend, then you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So it's like, God, let me win the Ohio lottery this week. Right? I'll get 40%. I don't think you would, but you could say that. Man, if he let me win the Ohio lottery, that'd be awesome. Right? I don't play it, so that'd be really a miracle. It's like, God, let me buy this boat. I'll take the youth group out just one time. Yeah. At least take me out of you. Right, <laughs> exactly. I'm not getting a boat. I had a boat once. and <laughs> They know. say that the two best days of a, true. a boat owner it's true. is the day you get the boat and the day you get rid of the boat. Yeah, it's true. You know what boat stands for, right? What? Bust out another thousand. Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so there's that. Number three, you, you ask in the wrong timing. Yeah. Psalm 37.7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. And here's the thing. I think sometimes we pray, but we don't wait for God. No, we don't and, pray and that for word God to right talk there to us. It's so hard for us patiently. Exactly. Wait patiently for him. Uh, number four, we ask with unconfessed sin in our life. This is huge. This is big. And this is, you know, you, you brought that to light. And it's like, you know, we've got to remember that, you know, sometimes we give ourselves free passes on what is sin. Yeah, we do. And so, you know, the big things, it's like, yeah, we, you know, but some of the things you brought up yesterday, it's like, oh, wow, you know, we've got to be intentional about making sure that we are repenting. Oh, yeah. Of even what we would consider small things, because to God, they're not small things. No, not at all. Um, Isaiah 59, verse 1 through 2, it says, listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear your call. It's your sins that have cut you off from God. Because of your sins, he has turned away and will not listen anymore and you talked about you know things like gossip you talked about you know grumbling complaining we give ourselves um, three passes for we those. do we do dissension uh, um, big time free pass you know, even in in you, you even said you know even in you know the church um and that's a sin and, and if we don't repent from those sins god's not going to listen to us no, if you mistreat your spouse if you mm-hmm. gossip if you yep. steal if you lie um if you stir up dissension i mean you could I don't care how small or how big you think it is. Right. God's not going to hear your prayer. Yeah. And then number five, we have an unforgiving spirit. Yeah, that goes kind of hand Whoa. in hand with that one. Yeah, this is big. And uh, this is probably, I think, um, it could be one of the biggest things that blocks our prayer life because we just f- simply refuse to forgive. Yeah, and that goes back to the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Exactly. You know. Forgive us of our sins, but also, you know, as we forgive others. Yeah, and I should have threw that verse in there, yeah. but I didn't. I totally didn't do that. But, um, you know, you, um, the thing about that is, is that I asked everybody yesterday, I said, how many here want their sins forgiven? Everybody raised their hands, but I guarantee people who raise their hands aren't forgiving somebody in that right. room. I mean, I've had a problem with it too. I'll be honest with oh, you. Oh, absolutely. I, I've not, I, one of the things I've learned over the last several years is <laughs> forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I've had to really work at forgiving mm-hmm. people. And, um, because I've had some nasty things said, and I mean, I, I've been told I've been going to hell several different times. Hmm. I mean, literally, I don't, I'm going to go to hell because I didn't wear a mask. I'm going to go to hell because I've talked bad about the president. I'm going to go to hell because I don't talk about, um, um, predestination. I, I've been told I'm, hmm. I, my hair, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> we do need to talk about that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Speaking of hair, right? But anyway, um, you, I think we all struggle with it, but mm-hmm. we have to trust God. And understand where we've been forgiven on exactly. on our sins. Mark eleven twenty five. When you're praying, first forgive anyone that you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive you of your sins too. Mm. Yeah, right. It's a great reminder. 
I um there's so many things when it comes to prayer and here's the thing I I want to I want I want to be able to communicate with God. I want to be able to talk to God. Right. I want to be able to hear from God. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything that's going to block God in my life. Yeah. There's enough going on. Absolutely. So I just need to open myself up to do what he's asked me to do. And and here's the other thing, and you kind of hit on this as you closed yesterday too, but with prayer, for you know, I think so often with prayer we we want to talk. We want to do all the talking. But there are times where, yes, we, we need to talk to God and we need to pray, but there are times where we need to listen too. And you read Exodus fourteen fourteen says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Right. And there are times in our lives where we just need to to be still and listen to God and allow God to speak to us. Mm-hmm. Because how can we hear him if we're just constantly God this, this, Talking. this, God, 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 God. It's like, you know, it's like your kids, you know, if you're you're trying to tell them something and you want them to understand something, sometimes you have to like get their attention. Yeah. And you, you gotta right. you kinda gotta yell at them. Not kinda, you just do. And um, you know, they're kinda like it kind of shocks them at first. And you're like, listen, I need you to listen to me. Right. You know, and that's, but that's the thing for like, sometimes we just got to shock ourselves and be like, Hey, genius, just be still. Right. Listen to God. Exactly. So there's prayer this coming Sunday. <laughs> not prayer. We're, we're not prayer. <laughs> we're talking about which Jesus do you follow? And we're going to bust, bust that down. So you're like, Oh, I follow the Jesus of the Bible. Do you? Right. We'll find out if you do or not. You'll find out. So, Hey, uh, just a few things coming up again. Thank you for everybody helping out with VBS. And, uh, we've already talked about, uh, Julia Soviet, uh, um, being baptized yesterday. So if you guys, uh, haven't had a chance to tell her, uh, congratulations or encourage her, uh, please do that. Um, also we got the fourth annual school supply giveaway coming up. And um, there's a couple ways that you can help. You can pray. Uh, you can donate uh, $25 to provide a backpack um, that will put all the supplies in there. Or you can join the packing party on July 30th from 12 to 2. Um, or you can help distribute the backpacks on August the 2nd from 530 to 630. And I believe that's right here at church, correct? It is. Yes. So uh, there's that. There's the Back to School Bash coming on Monday, August the 14th from 530 to 7 at the Richwood Park. And then this past Sunday, yesterday, we highlighted a new ministry here at the church called Bear Fruit. It's a prison ministry, and there's all kinds of things you can do to get involved in that. You can pray, you can uh, be involved, and Gina Hunter is going to be out here this coming Sunday again to answer any questions. You got a unique way to provide Bibles for prisoners. There's just right under $5 a Bible uh, that we can put um, God's Word in the hands of people who, who are in prison. So I'd encourage you to think about that, to uh, take part and give some money that Bibles can be put in some uh, some of these folks' hands. And then, you know, it's coming up on September 3rd, right? September the 3rd. That is my son's 10th birthday. It is that. And he is pumped because in his words, we get to do church at the fair on my birthday. There you go. So, so you're like, happy birthday. That yeah, is your present. Exactly, right? <laughs> so we got to remember that we are going to one service at the fair. 10 o'clock. It's at 10 o'clock. There is no services here on, at RCC. So. And we'll have um, entry passes for those that will need it um, exactly. closer to the time of that. But that's, exactly. I always look forward to that. Yeah, especially since I couldn't be here that one year. Yeah, no. So if you're gone, I mean, you're gone. I mean, if you're on vacation, you're on vacation. You're on vacation. I think you were in Hawaii that one year. I was on vacation you? in Dublin Methodist. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. I want to go to Hawaii. I'll stand up that day and be like, "Oh, look who decided to show up today!" <laughs> right. It's been two years. Come on. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. Exactly. That's crazy. That's been two years ago. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you yeah. won't get. Um, that won't happen again. I hope so. I know one thing. I ran three miles this morning in the 90% humidity, and my lungs held up good. So Boy, it was soupy, good. wasn't it? It was soupy is the right mm-hmm. word. That is, I, I wear a uh, headband so that I don't get sweat down in my eyes when I run. I took that headband off, sopping wet. Oh, That's imagine. just what people wanted to hear, but... Yeah, gross. It was gross. At least you weren't wearing tights. Right? Just a headband and tights. Just a headband. Oh. <laughs> if you ever see... <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So yeah. you're running through Richwood... Yeah, or your Richard Simmons shorts. I don't know. Right, you. I know you, you said Richard Simmons. You said Gene Simmons earlier, and I was thinking Richard yeah, Simmons. Yeah, you like, remember Richard? Petal, Simmons? Petal. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sweating to the oldies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. I guess I could see you doing that. Right, pink, bright pink shorts and a Do tank it. top. Do it. 
gonna, I'm gonna let my hair grow out and I'm gonna get a fro. That would a, be awesome. I'll just get a big perm and fro it out. I hear you're getting your hair cut. I am getting my hair cut. That's good. Yeah, I'm excited. How much you pay for that? It's free, is it? I, I need to get I need to get you a uh, Tim Hortons gift card. <laughs> yeah, that coffee's going up, bro. Unless you'd rather have a Starbucks gift card. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No. Just, no. Just checking. No. 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 I don't drink Demon Coffee. I mean, either. Yeah, I don't drink Demon Coffee. Right. It's got Demon Crystals in it. So I, think it do <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. Oh man. Oh goodness. Well. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a nice week. Yeah, I mean, I think we're. They, I heard rain later on today. Yeah, and then sun tomorrow, and then rain a little bit Wednesday, and rain a little bit Thursday. I know. Thankfully, I got my yard mode yesterday. Um, one day this week's like the high seventy six. Oh, I, I don't that's, know if be, that's Thursday, Friday, maybe. I thought it's all Friday. That'd be nice. It would be. It's the day we got to travel to go pick our kids up. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Honeymoon over. Honeymoon be over. Exactly. Every every good thing must come to an end. Yep. <laughs> no, we miss them. We miss them. Oh, I bet you do. It's kind of quiet at our house. Yeah, I bet it Even is. the dog's just like, what's going on here? He's like, what? So this is weird. It's uh, Brandon, Allie, and Jasper. Uh, yeah, it's just the three of us. Oh, gosh. Yep. He's spoiled, too. So You or the dog? The dog. Okay. Yeah, the dog. Definitely the dog. So did, did you, uh, did you save any of the, uh, buns that your buns, the buns you made? I actually gave the last one to my in-laws. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I knew bread wasn't on your diet. Well, I would try that. You would have tried it. I'm sorry. I'll make some more then. Yeah, I mean that's fine. You don't have to make it. Just next for me. next time I have you up, we'll do burgers on the pit boss, and I will make homemade pretzel buns. I have to take the uh, screws out of my jaws so I can. Take a bite. Well, next time I make them, I'm going to try to make them not so tall. I probably have to cut that thing down and eat it with a fork and knife. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, definitely. My mouth doesn't stretch that like that. I was going to, but I just kind of crammed it all. Yeah, down like snake and, mouth, where it just goes. right. <laughs> I'm an anaconda, and the hamburger got lodged in your neck, right? so it's just like you see it going down. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so I think we're out of room. I, I think, think we're out of. Gun. I think we're, we're done. done. Yeah. We're 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 just rabbit trailing so bad right now. Mm-hmm. So to everyone out there who's still listening, all three of you, <laughs> Molly and Kevin, and, and your mom and my mom. <laughs> Thank you all. Thanks again, Mom, for the coffee. It was really good. I'm going to have to go give me another cup. Um, but we hope you have a great week. And, um, Craig, I hope you have a great week. Thank you very much. I um, hope you do, too. Thanks. <laughs> See you all. Bye.